1: Before we find out what Mr. McGee's big idea is tonight, here's a big idea for any
2: night. McGee, whatever happened to that nice idea that used to be around about marriage being a 50-50 deal? Well,
3: oh, I'd say it's alive and kicking. Still takes two to polka.
2: <laughs> Tango, sweetheart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't quote me, but I guess you're right. With married folks, things do manage to work out pretty evenly.
3: You should know, Molly. You take something like planning the family's future... That's one job where a wife and husband should work together because it's not his or her future,
2: it's theirs. You bet. And, McGee, if folks would use Prudential's dollar guide, they'd find the problem of planning for their future a whole lot easier. Sit down with the dollar guide, and step by step you can figure out just how much money will be needed to get along on if Dad dies unexpectedly.
3: Money for important things like living expenses, keeping the kids fed, clothed, and in school, paying off the mortgage or the rent. So let's face it, folks. Now's the time to decide what your family's future needs will be in dollars and cents.
2: And You know, the man to help you with deciding is your prudential agent. Call him and make a date soon. He'll show you how to make sure the money will be there when you need it the most.
1: Breakfast is over, the dishes are put away, and Mr. and Mrs. McGee are reading the morning paper.
3: See this item in the paper here about the babies born in Iowa last night. What about them? It says a young mother in Cedar Rapids gave birth last night to eight healthy babies.
2: Eight babies! Yep. Heavenly days! What do they call that? I know five babies are called quintuplets, but what do they call eight?
3: These were called beagles on account of their mother was a beagle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, there isn't much in the paper today unless you like politics. And personally, wonder who this is. Come in.
3: Well, hello, Lester. Come in, come in, boy.
0: Come in. Hi, Mr. McGee, Miss McGee. Good morning. Hello,
2: Lester. Pull up a chair.
0: Oh, thanks. I, I really can't stay, Ms. McGee. I just stopped over to, well, to uh, ask Mr. McGee for something.
3: Well, anything I can do for a neighbor, Lester, just feel free to ask me anytime. time. If I don't want to do it, I'll tell you.
0: Well, uh, it's about my snow shovel, Mr. McGee.
3: Uh-oh. Well, what about it,
0: Lester? I, uh, I sort of wondering if I could have it back today. Why? What? Does it look like snow? No, no, it's nice and clear outside there. Yeah, cold and clear. So I kind of figured uh, the best time to get my snow shovel back was while the
3: weather's good and you don't need it.
2: That's a sharp thought, Lester.
3: Yeah, well, I'll go get it for you right away, Liz. That way, the next time it snows, I'll know where to borrow it from. Let me see now, where did I put that snow shovel?
2: Well, it's either in the garage or, heaven help us, in the hall closet.
3: Yeah. Well, I'll go look in the garage first. Park the frame, Les. I'll be right back. I never found anything yet the first place to looked, but maybe if I'll be lucky. Uh, I'll be no happy. hurry. I'll just
0: sit here and chat with Ms. McGee a while. Well, uh you, uh, you got your Christmas shopping all done, Ms. McGee?
2: Oh, good gracious, no, Lester. I've hardly started. Oh, I've got a few presents bought, but McGee is my big problem, of course. Problem? Oh, I've been racking my brain trying to think what to get him this year. I can't ask him because I want it to be a surprise, of course. Oh,
0: that, that's half the fun.
2: This year, I just don't know what he wants. Say, now,
0: I, I'll bet I can give you an idea, Ms. McGee, a dandy
2: idea. Well, I'd love to have it.
0: Well, sir, uh, I tell you, uh, yesterday he dropped over to my house to borrow a little screwdriver and a pair of needle-nose pliers. He's working on your radio again, he said.
2: Oh, that poor old radio set. He's always operating on that poor thing. In fact, that's the only radio in town with accident insurance, Lester.
0: Well, uh, I bet you this is a present that he'll just love. I-, I got a picture of it here somewhere as I tore it out of a catalog uh, because I- I've been thinking of getting one myself.
2: Well, what is it? Let's see it. Jiffy Home Fix-It Kit, eight dollars 95
0: yeah, It's got just everything in there, Ms. McGee. It's pliers and screwdrivers of all sizes and shapes. Now, he-, he won't have to borrow any more tools.
2: That's a good point, all right.
0: It's got liquid solder, wires, a couple of radio tubes. I tell you, if a feller had him a kit like this, fixing the radio would be a cinch.
2: Everything's a cinch for him, Lester, till he gets started.
0: Yeah, he sure is a confident feller, all right.
2: <laughs> it would be nice to have that radio in good working order all the time, though. I'm so used to hearing Anna Maria Alberghetti sing Tosca in the middle of Dragnet. I looked
3: but... all over the garage, Lester. Snow shovel ain't out there. oh here he comes.
2: Couldn't find it, you say, dearie?
3: Wasn't in the garage, I said. I know where it is now, though, for sure.
2: You, uh, you mean, uh...
3: Yeah. The hall closet. Well, you can just get the shovel out of there yourself, Les, and take it home with you. Sit right there in the hall closet. Oh,
2: there. no. Keep it, McGee. Buy him a new one. No, it's a... Don't let him well, open. I-, I
3: won't touch anything else in your closet, Miss McGee. I
2: know, but... but I'll the... just open her up and take my good. snow
0: shovel yeah. out. Yeah. No, well, I will be jiggered.
3: You gotta straighten out that closet one these days.
1: Back to Westville Vista in a minute Have you discovered Dial Shampoo? It's the new shampoo that does something exciting to your hair Listen
2: Sparkle, sparkle, your hair too Sparkles after Dial Shampoo Dial Shampoo gets your hair clean Dial Shampoo gives your hair sheen. Diamond sparkle, that's for you when you use
4: Dial
1: Shampoo. Yes, your hair will have that diamond sparkle look the very first time you use Dial Shampoo. This new shampoo is specially made to give your hair a priceless sheen, an extra brightness. With Dial Shampoo, you get loads of lanolated lather. It's a creamy, rich lather, gentle but thorough. And it leaves your hair soft and easy to manage. Buy Dial Shampoo in the unbreakable squeeze bottle.
2: Diamond sparkle, that's for you when you use Dial Shampoo, Dial Shampoo. While he's out in the garage, I thought I'd phone and see if you have any ideas for Christmas for him, Mister Wimple.
0: Well, I do have one suggestion. Lester
2: Nelson suggested one of those jiffy home fix-it kits.
0: That's exactly what I
3: was going to say. With all the screwdrivers and pliers and things, uh, Mister McGee loves
2: to fix things, and I can't think of a better present for
3: him. If hey, he has Molly, to... where are you? Oh dear.
2: Yes, Mabel, that's fine, Mabel. Thanks a lot, Mabel. Uh... Wallace, Mrs. McGee. Yes, the dress patterns were just fine, Mabel. Wallace, not Mabel. Don't you remember? You called me. Okay, Mabel. Goodbye. Wallace! Who was that? Monica. I mean, Mabel. Mabel Tubes.
3: Oh. Well, if anybody calls me, I'm out in the garage working on the radio. It's cold out there, and I come in to get my leather jacket because there's a wire loose or a burnt-out tube or something, and I want to be sure you. If
2: anybody it. phones, I'll call you. Thanks.
3: Oh, uh, by the way, if you, uh... If you happen to be trying to think of uh, what to give me for Christmas any time, i got a great suggestion. Oh,
2: no. No, don't you dare. I want to surprise you.
3: Well, uh, I just thought I'd mention... Whatever
2: you tell me, I won't get it for you. I'm warning you. Okay.
3: <laughs> I don't really need a heater for the
2: garage anyhow.
3: <laughs> when the weather gets too cold to work out there, I'll move my workshop into the basement.
2: <laughs> just like a kid. Dying to know what I'm going to give him for Christmas when I don't even know myself. But I know one thing. It's going to be a surprise to him. Anything he mentions, he does not get. He knows. Come in.
4: Well, good afternoon, my dear. How are you?
2: Oh, I'm in sort of a quandary, doctor. I've got a problem.
4: I know him well. What's he been up to now?
2: No, oh, <laughs> nothing at all. He's behaving himself just fine. My problem is trying to figure out what to give him for Christmas.
4: Well, um, how about 40 lashes?
2: Oh, be serious, <laughs> doctor. I want to be sure it's something he likes, of course. Well, naturally. And I want to surprise him with it. So I've been racking my brain all day to well, think of... it.
4: say, now, I may have a suggestion here. I tore an ad out of a hobby catalog. I got it here someplace. Oh, it looks like a wonderful gift idea to me, and... Oh, yeah, yeah, here it is. Let me see it. It's called the Jiffy Home Fix-It Kit.
2: This is the very thing that Lester Nelson suggested for him. Sure, the Jiffy Home Fix-It Kit.
4: Well, that's a coincidence, but quite understandable at that, considering McGee has Lester's pliers and my soldering iron. (laughs) (laughs) He should be tickled to death to have his own tools, especially a complete set like this. Uh, Where is he, by the way?
2: He's out in the garage, fixing a loose wire on the radio again.
4: Well, there you are. If he had the proper tools and some liquid solder and stuff, he'd be as happy as a kid locked in a candy store.
2: Well, maybe you're right, Doctor. Sure, he's right, daughter. Johnny'd be crazy about a genuine home fix-it kit. Mr. Old-timer, where'd you come from? Well, now, that's
1: a question, daughter. Hi, Doc. Hi, Old-timer. Mommy used to say the stork brung me, but Papa always said I come in a kit. and Him and Uncle Herman put me together. But Mama said if I come in a kit and him and Uncle Herman put me together, somebody goofed. <laughs>
2: oh, no, I didn't mean it. So
1: you can believe anything you like about where I did come from, but if I was you, I'd get Johnny that home fix it kit for Christmas. Shh, shh.
2: My goodness. Can't you keep your big voice down? This Christmas present is supposed to be a surprise.
1: Oh, sorry, daughter, about shooting off my mouth like that.
2: I didn't know it was loaded. <laughs> oh, your groceries is on the kitchen sink. So long, Kid. Bye. My goodness, I'm glad McGee was out in the garage, yeah. the way that old timer shouts. Because I do want to surprise him with his Christmas gift.
4: Oh, he loved this set of tools. Keep the clipping if you like. I got to run along.
2: Thanks a lot, Doctor. Wait a minute and I'll walk out with you. I want to see if the afternoon paper came anyhow. Okay. Now, not a word of this to McGee. Mm-mm. Oh, I love to see his little eyes light up on Christmas morning when he tears open that package and says, For me? Ah, you shouldn't have.
3: Hello, Les. This is McGee. It worked perfect, boy. Yeah. After you come in and showed her that clipping out of the catalog, she called Wally Went right away, just like I said she would. Then Doc and the old-timer came by right on schedule and clinched the deal. Boy, oh, boy, that Jiffy Home Fix-It kid is going to be sitting under that Christmas tree, and, boy, I'll be... <laughs>
1: Fibber and Molly will be right back. Hello, this is Vaughn Monroe. I guess we're all dreaming of Christmas and what to get for presents. Well, you can solve that problem by seeing the wide display of RCA Victor phonographs. You'll see all kinds. Record players to attach to your TV sets. Handy portable phonographs. Luxury-looking table models, ranging up to the finest in high fidelity. And best yet, prices for RCA Victor phonographs are the lowest in history. So this Christmas, make your dreams come true. Shop at your RCA Victor dealer. Prices are slightly higher in the far west and south, but wherever you live, you'll find prices of the lowest ever for RCA Victor.
2: Well I started to get suspicious when Mr Wimple agreed so readily and then when Dr Gamble pulled out the very same clipping out of that hobby catalog sure <laughs> Imagine McGee trying to pull the wool over my eyes like that yeah and the way he kept hinting around about fixing his radio yeah well I'm all set now his gift will be a surprise like it always is sure I'm getting two gifts for him a new radio and a trash can for that old one <laughs> It'll be a lot safer than a fix it kit because he'd have everything apart if he owned. Uh-oh. Here he comes. Bye.
3: Well, Molly, I got the radio fixed at last.
2: Have, uh, have you, uh, decided what you're
3: going to uh, give me for Christmas? Oh,
2: yes. Yes,
3: I have, dear. It's all right. Well, okay. no, no. Oh, no, no. Don't tell me, kiddo. I... It's supposed to be a surprise. Don't you worry. It will be. Ah, well, that's what I like. Surprises. Good night. Me, too. Good night, all.
1: Sir McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old timer and Wallace Wimple. Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble and Robert Easton as Les. Tomorrow, McGee gets a chance at a big job with the government. This is John Wald reminding you to be in on the fun. Good night. Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC radio network.